0: Happy Mother's Day! What an honor it is to be asked to share with you all today a bit about my experiences as a mama. As so many of you know, my journey has been full. It's had many joys, but it's also carried deep heartaches. One thing I know for certain is that motherhood has given me purpose, and for that I will be forever grateful. So when I come to you today to share some of the many aspects of my story, I'm doing it from my whole heart. Today might get emotional. I'm prepared to cry as I share some of this with you. And I just want you to know that sometimes crying makes people uncomfortable. I don't want you to be uncomfortable with my tears or with what I share. Instead, I'd like you to sit and find comfort in what I'm saying. Use it to, sh- to fuel your story with your family and find joy in little moments, knowing that we might not get those little moments for as long as we want. Life is not always predictable. It can be messy, and that's okay. It's what you do with your mess that matters. As a mother comforts her child, so will I comfort you. Isaiah 66:13. 13. Think about that for a second. The comfort of a mother is so special that it is compared to the comfort that God gives us. If you've forgotten your value as a mom, this verse validates you. If you've forgotten to value your own mother or the person who fulfilled that role for you, such as an aunt or a grandmother, I encourage you, give her a call today. Tell her how much she means to you. If your mother was not nurturing, remember that God uses the maternal symbol to represent his own ability to comfort his children. God still comforts better than the best earthly mother, and I know this from a deep, deep experience, he loves better than any maternal mother or figure on the planet, and he's always wanted you because he has created you. There's discomfort and messiness in motherhood. I'm here to tell you that you don't have to pretend anything in motherhood. It's okay to just be. Just do your best. You don't need to know everything. In fact, I believe that we mostly know nothing I know I know almost nothing, and I knew almost nothing when my children were born. There was no magic manual handed to me. There was no uh, person to say, on this day, this will happen, and on this day, this will happen, because the fact is that that is just not what life is about. But what I do want you to know is that we eventually begin to figure these things out. We learn our children, we learn what works for them, we learn what works for us, and we begin to journey together. you are worthy because you exist for your child, and you are wonderful because you show up every day. And as you show up, you do begin to figure these things out. And while you comfort your children, know God is comforting you. He never withholds, and he never judges, and he just waits for you. And you know how to offer that comfort, which also means you know how to receive it. I've been in a hard season in my life, but my life has been extraordinary. I've given myself grace to walk through this season knowing that around the corner, an easier day is coming. But truthfully, today is not a day I've been looking forward to. Unlike the past 11 Mother's Days, where I was excited and I had things to share and things to participate in, and I had two girls to walk alongside me I know I'm not the only one who this day may be hard for and I want to encourage you to know that it is okay if you're not excited for Mother's Day. Maybe you're a mother-in-waiting. Maybe you're grieving. Maybe you're estranged from your mother or you've had a mother pass away. or For any other reason, where you may not be celebrating or enjoying Mother's Day, please know that my heart is aching alongside you this year. My heart will ache alongside you for the rest of my life. Because you see, for me this year, there will be no handmade cards from Evelyn. There will be no giggles heard from her as she lays in bed beside me. This year, I don't get some kind of ridiculous made-up breakfast in bed that she loves so much to prepare. And believe me, when I say ridiculous, (laughs) I mean ridiculous. I have been served instant oats prepared with cold water, I have been served chocolate-covered grapes that were heated in the microwave, grapes included. (laughs) I have had eggs with cinnamon and garlic. And my heart aches to know that I won't hear Evelyn and Harper giggling in the kitchen together this year with a very special, unedible feast. I'm always grateful to receive, but almost never consume. (laughs) What I have learned, though, is that when I open up and let the light in, I can find pockets of happiness in each day. This has been an intentional practice that I've had to put in place to daily remind myself that today is only a page in my story. It's only a piece of my life, and each sentence, paragraph, and chapter is ever-evolving and shifting. So today, I cling to the memories I was so blessed to have been able to build for over 11 years. And I rest in the comfort that Harper will probably prepare something inedible, because I know she also holds those memories of Evelyn through skin knees and bad dreams and quarrels with friends, through so many experiences, some of them unthinkable. I held my daughter as she took her last breath. And I've held Harper, reassuring her for many nights since then. I have had the privilege of com- comforting two very special, two very remarkable children. And through the big and the small of it, I want you to know that God has always comforted me. There have been moments in my life recently where I felt joy was gone. There are moments when I've been completely filled with worry. These are the moments that the Holy Spirit has met me and offered me reminders that God is always walking this journey alongside us. I have this wonderful story of my Evelyn when she was first diagnosed. We were driving home from the hospital, and... Uh, wasn't feeling well and she asked us to uh, roll down the windows and so I rolled down the windows and she was still feeling really hot and really not well and so I turned the radio off and we just drove in quiet for a few minutes and as we were driving Evelyn began to just kind of rest in the back seat. a few minutes later she opened her eyes and she looked at me and she said mom I know why I was so hot I said, Evelyn, why were you so hot? And she said, because God was in the car and he gave me a big hug and he told me it was okay to be worried, but I didn't need to be afraid. And I really, really believe that that comfort came to our entire family, not just Evelyn, that none of us needed to be afraid and regardless of the outcome of what was about to happen, that God was gonna be walking alongside us, protecting us, and caring for us through our entire journey with her. And this concept carried Evelyn as well. And even in her final day, when she asked us if she was going to die, and we had to very honestly tell her yes, she was not afraid, and we were not afraid. She knew that heaven was about to be her home, and I fully believe the Holy Spirit was there comforting us through every moment in that day. Even in her final days, God knew what we needed. He knew we needed to be able to look back and know that Evelyn was happy. During many sleepless nights, I've recounted these memories. Just a few days prior to her passing, we went to Niagara Falls. It was a bucket list item for both of the girls, and Harper had been there that weekend with us. There was a giant double rainbow over top of both of the girls in one of the photos. And they were completely awestruck by not only the falls, but this massive, massive rainbow that they could see all the way around. We went to a unicorn cafe. (laughs) Evelyn chose that cafe for Harper. It was so dirty in there (laughs) and so gross that Evelyn looked at us at one point and said, should I even be in here? We went to the aquarium. It was so beautiful to watch Evelyn be so awe-inspired by the calm, peaceful jellyfish. We were blessed by the fact that until the very end, Evelyn got to live a big, full life. And I know that that was a gifting from God, especially for big firsts that we're now dealing with without her. We don't always get the outcome we want. Our prayers are not always answered the way we want them to be. This has been the hardest lesson for me to learn in my faith. If courage and tenacity and a positive attitude and diligent prayers could have cured Evelyn's cancer, I believe wholeheartedly that would have been her outcome. But God was working a bigger story here, one we don't fully see or understand yet. But we know he has reached thousands through our story. And just because I don't understand why doesn't mean that I can't trust God. One of the things God has taught me through my journey of motherhood is that our job is not to shield our kids from the hard stuff, but to teach them to walk through it with wisdom and discernment. Motherhood, parenthood, relationships, with children, are about carrying Jesus into the next generation. He sees how hard you try to be a good mom year after year. 2 Corinthians 1, 3-4 says, the God of all comfort who comforts us in all of our affliction so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. Every good thing including the patience and endurance to persevere in faith through the trials of parenthood comes from him. Through it all, you are nurtured by the ultimate comforter. I am nurtured by the ultimate comforter because mothers are also God's daughters. Do the next right thing. This is something we said all through Evelyn's treatment. And it's something you don't just do when your child is sick. You're always doing the next right thing for your children. You're using the knowledge you have to make the best decision you can make at the time that you're making it. And uh, this comes across when you're choosing what school to send your kids to, if you're choosing if they should do a second language or not, if you want them to be sports or art-centered. It's always a choice that you're making for your kids in hopes that you're doing the next best thing for them. I'm still doing this for Evelyn. Um, I'm just doing it with my feet rooted to the earth while she is waiting for us in heaven. There is a great, great love between a mother and a child. And I'm parenting Evelyn now through her legacy. And I'm parenting Harper through grief and loss and things I never expected to have to parent through. And I don't know what the right choices are, but I'm trusting in the comfort of God that I'm doing the next best thing. So today I'm leaving you with this thought. Do you love your children? Do you lead with love? If that is what you are doing, you are creating so much purpose for your children and for your family, and that is always the next best thing. Thank you.